Pilchas Shvises Yantif, Chapter 2. A chick that hatched on Yantif is Muksa. But a calf that was born on Yantif is not Muksa if the mother was designated for eating prior to Yantif. That is because if the calf had not been born on Yantif and the mother was slaughtered, the calf would be permitted. Halacha 2. If animals graze outside of the Tchum, that is 2,000 amas from the city limits, but they return to the city at night, they can be designated and therefore shechted on Yantif for food. But if they typically do not come back at night, then they cannot be designated, even if one does happen to come back into the Tchum. They are Muksa. Halacha 3. An animal that was consecrated to be slaughtered in the base of Mikdash, that develops a mum, a blemish, on Yantif, was obviously not designated for eating, and therefore remains Muksa. And we may not inspect consecrated animals on Yantif for blemishes. Halacha 4. A firstborn calf that was born on Yantif is considered muhan and therefore can be slaughtered for eating on Yantif, if it was born with a blemish. However, we still rule that a sage may not be consulted to check its blemish on Yantif. Without a blemish, the Bechor, the firstborn animal, is Muksa. So if it falls into a pit, one cannot try to remove it from the pit on Yantif because it is Muksa, but one can give it food. But if a cow and a calf, in other words, not a Bechor, fall into a pit on the same day on Yantif, one may remove one of them with the intention of eating it, then change their mind and decide they don't want to eat it, then remove the other one with the intention of eating it, and either one at that point can be slaughtered to be eaten. This is despite the fact that it would be completely impermissible to slaughter both of them on the same day. In this case, we are permitted to act with guile because it prevents the suffering of animals. Halacha 5. Ducks and chickens and doves that are kept in one's house are considered to be designated for slaughter on Yantif. They do not require any additional designation. Otherwise, these animals would be considered muksa unless they are designated. That is, someone would have to say, I will take this and this animal and slaughter it on Yantif. Before Yantif. Halacha 6. If one designated black doves and white doves, and then on Yantif finds black doves where the white ones should be and white ones where the black ones should be, he may not slaughter any of them because it is possible that these are not the same doves that he designated. Similarly, if he designated two and then found three, they are muksa for the same reason. If, however, he knows that these doves are the ones he designated, he can take them. Halacha 7. Any animals, including fish in a large pond or chickens in a large enclosure, that would have to be snared in order to be shechted. They are considered muksa, and if someone did snare them, they may not be eaten. Halacha 8. So, therefore, if he set traps for animals and found animals in the traps on Yantif, he may not eat those unless he knows that they were caught before Yantif. Halacha 9. If there was a building full of produce that was designated for use and it was opened by natural forces on Yantif, he may take the food and use it, even from the opening. Halacha 10. If a non-Jew brings food to a Jew on Yantif, and it's possible that the food was either harvested that day or caught that day, it is usher to be eaten on Yantif. And one must wait after Yantif the amount of time it would take to snare it or harvest it before eating it after Yantif. If, however, it was clear that they were harvested or caught the previous day, they are permitted, as long as they did not come from outside of the Tchum. Food brought outside of the Tchum for one Jew may not be eaten by him, but can be eaten by a different Jew, not from the same family. Lacha 11. Branches that fall from a palm tree on Yantif are considered Neilad and are therefore Muksa, and cannot be used for firewood. Straw or wood should be designated prior to Yantif for use on Yantif. Halacha 12. For that reason, wood that was set aside to be used in construction cannot be used as firewood on Yantif. Tools that broke on Yantif may not be used as firewood on Yantif. Tools that are not broken and tools that broke before Yantif may be used for firewood. Halacha 13. A branch that's not fit for use as kindling is muksa on Yantif and therefore cannot be used for other things like as a spit for roasting meat. Halacha 14. Wood placed next to the walls of a sukkah or a hut may be used for kindling, but wood that was found in a field cannot be used for kindling. Halacha 15, leaves from reeds or vines that have been collected in a courtyard 
are muksa because they're easily dispersed by the wind. But if one places something on top of them to keep them from being dispersed, they can be used as kindling on yantif. Halacha 16. If an animal is very sick and dies on yantif, it can be cut up and fed to the dogs on yantif. This is because, since it was sick, it was, so to speak, prepared. But if it was not sick and it merely dies on yantif and it was unexpected, it was not prepared and it may not be fed to the dogs because it is muksa. Halacha 17. Any animals that are muksa on yantif cannot be fed or given water on yantif. And anything that is considered muksa on yantif, not only can it not be eaten, but it also cannot be moved. Halacha 18. If someone brought dirt into his courtyard for use on yantif prior to yantif, it is considered prepared and may be used on yantif, so long as it was given a specific place in the courtyard.